Welcome back to Harry and Dean's Five Faves. I'm your host, Dean. Uh, I'm Harry. And glad to have you guys back. Today's episode, we're going to be looking back on 2023 again, and we're going to be going over our favorite live concerts and live performances we saw. Of 2023. Yes, and this was actually recommended by one of our listeners. They put it in the Q&A down below on Spotify. Yeah, so make sure to fill out that Q&A. Definitely. This this one is uh, from a listener named Anya. Anya, thank you very much for filling out the Q and A form. And yeah, thank you. Thank you, Anya, for your support uh, wherever and whoever you are. Yeah. So I mean, I'm ready to get yeah, into it. Let's let's do it. So my fifth selection. We're gonna start this off with Beck. At the Kia Forum. <laughs> uh, no, dude, just just the forum, man. Well, okay, well, the forum. The fabulous forum. The, the Great Western Forum. I like that. Well, I'll say back at the, the Great Western Forum. That was back in, was it August? Yeah. Back in August, just before school was starting, I went with Harry and his girlfriend's family. And, yeah, so going into it, I didn't really know Beck. I knew who... He was, and oh, I knew E Pro, few songs, and yeah. like Loser, just like kind of the hits. Um, but I just kind of went into it, just like let let's see what it is, and it was an amazing show. He's a great performer. He came out in this nice like white suit, yeah, it's yeah, like it was it was just dancing around and everything, and it was a, it was a very very good show. Uh, the op- well, one of the openers was phoenix which yeah. was another uh like musical artist i didn't really know but it's co-headlining yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but uh yeah their first song i was like oh I, I think i know this one but the singer which i don't know his name but he <laughs> the singer of phoenix he came out in the crowd had a really long remember how long yeah, that the mic, mic cord cord was yeah. and then he came to the very end of the the ga section Left the mic. I was like, I don't need this. Climbed up to the like next level. Yeah, the hundred section got boosted yeah. by some security guards. Yeah, they just pushed him up, and he came like right by us. Yeah, it's like whoa. So I mean, that was that was something I've never seen before. I hadn't seen it either. Yeah, and he he uh, so he went right by us, and he went around, and then he crawled back down, and then he crowd surfed back to the stage, and this is all while the band's playing. Yeah. So I mean. That was something I've never seen before. Uh, quite the performance, but yeah, Phoenix had a couple good moments, but overall, that that set made me feel like it was nap time. I was, <laughs> I was pretty bored. Yeah, there's that uh, like litsemenia or something like that. I know I said that wrong. I apologize to anyone. I just made cringe, but yeah, that one I thought was pretty good. Yeah. But, Whatever one where they did the space visual, that was oh that one, that was, yeah, that was awesome. It like started at the Earth and it zoomed out way far and then it like zoomed back in. It was cool. It was cool, but but on my list is Beck. He stole the show. I mean, it Beck, was his show. It was it was definitely Beck's show, but just yeah, he's a he's a great performer. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I only really know the Beck songs from that show, but I remember when he did Epro. He's like something about making your way through all the Swifties because there was a, a Eras tour going on yeah, across yeah. the street. That was funny. Funny guy. Um, but, but yeah, he did a great job just kind of 
holding the audience in and totally is a great show yeah he's like one of those people that i think you could take anybody to see and they would be happy yeah definitely entertained yeah yeah so yeah that's my number five pick all right my number five would be crossroads um at the crypto.com arena formerly known as the staples center um and i just went to the first night this was like a spur of the moment thing where i woke up that morning and i was like okay i'm gonna do it i'm gonna go crossroads so i got a ticket for like 40 bucks which was crazy cheap um for i mean the show that it was and i was a little nervous because i had never um been to downtown la by myself uh but i was like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna drive there so i made the pilgrimage over and after a minor parking snafu where i ended up paying a little too much but that's okay better better than getting towed um i was there and the show started like they had these performers on an outside stage near the la live area and so i got to see like some of the folks on the bill um play as well as some other people not on the bill that were just like up and comers really phenomenal guitarists but it it was just a guitar loving festival um so it was pretty much my heaven uh i was bummed to miss santana that's for sure um as well as a few others marcus king los lobos i mean i had already seen the other two so less bummed about them but got just one heck of a show at the start some highlights i mean there's a bluegrass section that was just amazing with del mccurry and his whole band but also sierra hole jerry douglas um and this singer named Bradley Walker, who I had never heard of, and they just did the most phenomenal version of All Fly Away, which is one of my favorite, like, traditional, old-time gospel songs ever. Uh, and it was beautiful. It was amazing. And it was just fun, because Clapton came out on, like, most everybody's set, played with them. It's really great. Um, Judith Hill, if you had n- not heard of her, she took like she she took the house down like she was nuts um she put on a hell of a performance got a standing ovation for two songs by far the biggest crowd reaction uh she was amazing um really good live so definitely check her out i had never even heard of her but she was amazing um but yeah seeing bonamassa pay tribute to jeff beck with john mclaughlin doing because we've ended as lovers oh my god i was I was I was blown away. It was like just an amazing moment. Cheryl Crow was great. Always gotta throw her in there. And then uh, seeing Stephen Stills, he was amazing um, with Clapton and Roger McGinn. Really cool moment. And then of course seeing the John Mayer trio, that was just amazing because um, that's like the mayor I dig. Uh, if we're talking non dead affiliated mayor, but he his solo on gravity was like one of the best solos I've ever heard live. One of the best guitar solos. I just think out there, check it out. It's nuts. That's awesome. So is May your favorite person you saw that day or? or yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to give it to the mayor trio. And it's it. cool. Cause they also don't play that often, but they did a dead tune. They did a Hendrix tune. And I was like, Oh my God, we need the John Mayer experience to tour. Um, he's like done with dead and Cone ass and now just tour doing your Hendrix thing, please. Uh, but yeah, I'm, was, I'm all for that. It was amazing. That's yeah, awesome. Really fun show. Related to that, my number four <laughs> pick is John Mayer on his solo tour. 
Um, so pretty much each night it was just him with an acoustic. He'd go out kind of on like a stool, you know, and he would just play and, and he would, he'd hold the crowd in for like two hours, just him, which I, I mean, it's impressive. I think that's pretty cool. I'm also a pretty big mayor simp, so kind of got to watch what I say on him. But, but yeah, so uh, my family was going up to Seattle, and I was bummed because that's when the, the L.A. show was. I was yeah. Like, no, like, going to miss it. Like, oh, well. But it ended up being where we went to Seattle a day earlier to see the solo show out <laughs> in Seattle. So that was really cool. Um, I think that's the only time I've really traveled somewhere. Like it, we didn't travel there for the concert, but where I traveled and like saw, saw a show. Yeah. yeah. So it was Great really feeling. cool. Like just kind of experiencing Seattle and then going to see that show. Definitely really cool. Um, it was also like the second time he played assassin. Like, I think it was the second time since I saw it, it at the forum. <laughs> so like people were freaking out and my dad and I were kind of like, well, that's cool, but like, seen it. yeah, seen it already. But so that's that climate pledge. Yeah, climate pledge arena. So <clears throat> I thought we kind of like we we. Or I think my dad used the term like assassin magnets, but I think he plays it a lot more now. Um, but then he did a, a piano section, which is him and the piano. Yeah, he did. Uh, I think it was "You're Gonna Live Forever in Me" or "Changing." I think it was "Changing," but. He looped the the piano and then he played the guitar. The looper stopped and he's like, "Well, that wasn't supposed to happen. Let's try this again." So that was funny. He also did uh, "Your Body Is a Wonderland." Classic. Like, the title alone is like, oh, that's that's kind of odd. But he while he's singing the song, he's like, "Ugh, I wrote. I really did write these lyrics." Like, yikes! And then he was saying how he wrote it when he's like nineteen or seventeen, and that like, how is kind of interesting to him that like he wrote some of those lyrics like That's just looking funny. back yeah um but yeah he he closed his uh um like the i the guess second set, set yeah, yeah with like a double neck acoustic that's awesome set. it was a face to call home which i love if i ever get around to living that's probably my favorite mayor song really yeah so good and then edge of desire and that edge of desire was ridiculous I love that song. Out of born and raised. Yeah, born and raised a lot for sure. Big it. Yeah. Um, he closed with uh free falling, which like is just like that that's sucks. not that's not your song. Yeah, that's not why we're here. Yeah, but it was it was a great show, uh, and a really cool experience. Uh, like going elsewhere to see a, a show, but yeah, yeah, that's my number four pick. My number four pick would definitely have to be King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard at the Hollywood Bowl. Um, they did a three hour marathon set and this was my first time seeing Giz. I had missed out on seeing them in Santa Barbara a year prior. Like I would say like kind of before they've really turned into what they are now, like in terms of the momentum that they've gained. Uh, so that was a bummer, but I was like, cool, we'll finally get to see Giz. This is going to be epic. And it was, I mean, yeah, the marathon the marathon set, they just did three hours straight of music, no breaks, um, and they blazed through that thing. Uh, really interesting opener. They opened with four tunes off of Eyes Like the Sky, which is their Spaghetti Western spoken word album. Um, not many saw that coming, but it was a little dedication to Ambrose's dad, so that was a cool moment. But, I mean, they... 
the show is just great. Like, as I think I said to Dean, the first hour was good um, with that. And then there's a little microtonal. And then they went into a huge metal section. So I was like, the first hour was good. Second hour was great. Third hour was mind-blowing. And the last four songs that they ended with, I think were all over 10 minutes. Um, some of them closer to 20. They did Iron Lung, Hypertension, Magma, and The Dripping Tap. And it was just epic after epic after epic after epic. And I seriously don't know if my face has ever been that melted. Maybe seeing Van Halen at the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, yeah. yeah, which was my first time at the Bowl. Maybe that's the only time where my face has been a little bit more melted. Because that was just like, oh my god. Like, they they were firing on all cylinders. It was an insane show. Yeah, yeah that, that show was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, Harry was like, dude, you gotta, you gotta see these guys. I'm like, I'm down, you know? Crazy. I didn't, another concert where I didn't really know much going into it. Yeah. I was just blown away. Yeah, there's not a show like it. And oh gosh, no. Yeah. Dude, there's nothing like it's, it. It's yeah. really, yeah, it's so different than anything else. So, um, it's just the amount of genres they covered in that one show is yeah. ridiculous. I mean, everything from like electronic bubble pop to thrash metal to just their own like jazz metal fusion. Yeah. Shit. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great, great show. Yeah. Yeah. My three pick is going to be Goose at the Wiltern. Mm. Goose. <laughs> Which, so this was my first time seeing Goose. Harry, uh, that was your third third time? Yeah. So yeah, Harry, uh, like I'd seen him before. This is my first time. I'd really gotten into them like prior to that. I was watching all the Nug streams, like getting ready. I had a a, a paper like where I, I was <laughs> uh, making notes on which songs they played, trying to see which songs we'd get. Uh, I was really hoping for Empress of Organos, as that is, I'll, I'll I'll let you guys know that's my favorite Goose song now. But uh, if you know me, you've probably have had your ear talked off by me talking about that. But um, yeah, so we we went into it. Harry was on the floor. We were up in the seats. We could see Harry in his red baseball cap. We're waving. That was cute. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, they started off with the animal. Yeah. And oh, it's just like, wow, finally seeing that band been watching and like listening to for so long is really cool experience. It's also my first time at the Wiltern. Uh, Great venue. Very nice venue. One of my yeah. faves in LA. Oh, uh, I'll tell a story about the poster incident. <laughs> so we're getting merch and like, you know, like I've I have a, a decent poster collection. I have like six. I'm looking exactly at it. It is six, but I have like six of them. <laughs> uh and so yeah i really want to get a goose one and so we're getting it i don't remember how much it was maybe like 50 and uh i think it was 50 and then the guy was like hey it's like 75 bucks like for the autographed one yeah i'm like oh like duh yeah like i'll do that and so we did and then after we bought it in our completely away my dad was like like i can't believe you spent that much on the poster i'm like oh like 75 for like the signed version, he's like, no, it was 125. You spent 125, and then I started freaking out and panicking. But like now that Ben left, like I, I guess I'm more okay with it because has Ben's signature on it. The original goose, actually not the original goose, but kind of the the drip field goose. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean that's cool, but yeah, it was a great show. 
uh, there was a, a tumble they played that completely took me away. We'll have to talk about that another time. But second set opener, they did play. Empress freaking out. It was, it was awesome. Uh, and they also did uh, Magic Carpet Ride, was which was a big deal to Harry and I because that's something we've been playing for like probably yeah. like a year now. I think that was like really the first song we played together. Yeah. Because Dean was like, I want to play Magic Carpet Ride. And of course, I'm like, oh, I'm in. Yeah. So the fact that they did that, they don't do that very often. It was, it was a special moment looking back. Being like, ah. Yeah. So, yeah, they did. They did the Magic Carpet Ride. And I'm looking down at the floor. Harry's looking up. We're like, oh. So, yeah, that was cool. So, yeah, that's my, my three pick. Great show. Um, very deserved three pick. My number three would be Les Claypool's Fearless Flying Frog Brigade, also at the Will Turn. Um, I saw them twice this year. This was the first time I saw them. And, I yeah, I think that this just has to be my favorite because first time seeing Les, uh, in my opinion, he's the greatest bassist of all time. He's like the Eddie Van Halen of bass. I mean, he has just completely reinvented the instrument and what you can do on it. And, oh my, yeah, it was a mind-blowing show. Getting to see the Frog Brigade was dope. Um, Definitely, it was like getting to see Les Claypool in a jam band scenario versus like a metal primacy scenario. So that was really cool. But just these funky bass lines um, just getting spit at you. But his band was a five-piece. Him on bass, Sean Lennon, who's John Lennon's son, on guitar, uh, which was epic. Um, a good drummer, uh, who I don't know his name. Uh, Roger Waters' son on keyboards. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. And then this guy named Mike Dillon, who primarily played the xylophone. And that was just, oh my gosh, epic. Like, who, who would have thought uh, xylophone in that scenario, but... What a jammer, total jammer. But um, it was really cool, too, because they did Pink Floyd's Animals in full. And so doing that with Roger Waters' son, uh, I think that was pretty neat. It would have been cool to see the original Fearless Flying Frog Brigade because that was Jeff Comenti and Jay Lane. Oh, yeah. But, you know, they were both out with Dead & Co. So he, he had to switch the lineup a bit. But seeing Animals in full... <sighs> Probably my second favorite Pink Floyd album, maybe my first. Uh, that was that was nuts. But then just some of the songs uh, that I had never even heard before, "Precipitation," "One Better," uh, "Rumble of the Diesel" were all favorites and just mind-boggling. I remember after Animals, Les came out with like a pig mask and did uh, "Precipitation" on his stand-up bass, and they were just jamming on it. It was it was nuts. Um, and then they closed the main set with Thela Hunjinjit by King Crimson and brought out Larry Lalande from Primus. That was that was awesome. And then as a part of the encore, they did the Wayamola. Uh, if you are not familiar with the Wayamola, check it out. It's Les Claypool's, I think he made this. It's a one-string instrument, uh, like, attached, like, on, like, a broomstick and a bucket or something it's nuts and he like slaps it with a bow and adjusts the tension of the string to create different pitches it's just really weird and a total jammer so definitely check that out but seeing them seeing the frog brigade was epic unfortunately Skarek wasn't with them at that time but i did get to see them with Skarek later so 
it, that that show sounded awesome. I yeah. Next time, hopefully, the Frog Brigade or some iteration of a less solo band will oh, come around. Dude, Oysterhead, that would be cool. yeah, that would be nuts. They, they toured like twenty nineteen, was it? They just did some reunion shows. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, we could well hope for that, but yeah, yeah kind of going with Oysterhead. That wasn't planned. My second pick for second favorite show was Fish with Trey. It's my little yeah transition I attempted. But, oh my goodness. So, this night was... Two. Night 2. is was my pick. But we, we both went to all three shows. At the Bowl. So much fun. Yeah. Like, just taking the bus there. And then <laughs> yeah. just all the people we met. Like, we met this guy named Emmett on Night 3 such a character oh <laughs> but it, it was great and uh yeah night two just was was crazy mind-blowing yeah we started off with a, a ghost which i'll just go through the set list real quick but we started off with a ghost very nice david bowie and then it, we like down the road a hairy hood that split open and melt great uh and then set to Chalk Dust in the Twist in the 2001, which that 2001, yeah. amazing. Is so good. And then Sneak and Sally. Sneak and Sally right after that, yeah. The uh, first tube, set to Closer, oh, amazing. And then Run Like an Antelope, Encore. It was just a space funk night, which is like two things that I love, space and funk. So, yeah, killer combo. It was great. And, like, I, I thought... Night one was really good. I thought, <laughs> I thought night three was really good as well, but but no brainer that night two yeah would be my pick. It was yeah it was out of this world. It really was just just the vibes the whole weekend. That whole scene, crazy yeah. people, crazy shows. Yeah, during a chalk dust, I remember there's this lady um, right in front of us, very harmless lady, um, but who did some interesting motions over um my friend who i was with at that show and then later asked me if i would meet her back at her hotel that night my voice was quivering i was like oh no you know i was like (laughs) just dance let's enjoy the show yeah but that that was just it was like an out-of-body experience that show it was really crazy definitely um very much yeah all right my number two would have to be tool at power trip I was very lucky to attend Power Trip this year, which was like a summit of the metal gods in the middle of the desert <laughs> uh, where where Coachella's at, the Empire Polo Fairgrounds in Indio. Um, and yeah, I was just so blessed to attend this, but it was really awesome. And this year just kind of really reminded me of how much I love metal. Um, and Scene Tool, my favorite metal band, uh, for the second time, oh, they just put on perfect shows. Musically, there's there's nothing that even comes close to them. Like, it's just perfection. Uh, I think Danny Carey, their drummer, is the best drummer of all time. Uh, he He's just nuts. It's like seeing a 90s prog metal version of Rush. Uh, it's they're, they're just, they put on a great show visually. At Power Trip, there were like these five massive screens all um, by the stage, and Tool just used all five screens to have like these really long, crazy visuals, um, which is different than their normal show. 
where they can kind of do a little bit more with the stage setup, but because of how it was set up, they did that. So it was cool to have that different experience. And then they just played an incredible set list, super intense, you know, but they just killed it. I mean, it, it, it was, it was nuts. It was really fun. And, uh, one of my favorite bands to see. That's awesome. Right. So my pick for my favorite concert of 2023 would be Dead and Company Night 2 at the Great Western Forum. <laughs> so Night 1 was was amazing as well. It could have been either. The the main thing for me picking Night 2 would have been the second set yeah. and Encore. It was just like, it was, it was it, the, the feelings there, knowing that, well, at that time, knowing it would be my last time seeing this band. Who knows what's going to happen now? We'll get back into that yeah. another time. But in that moment, being there, being like, wow, this is the last time I'm going to see like Grateful Dead or Dead and Company with John Mayer, probably, yeah. especially, you know, coming from me. But just like, I just remember at set break, just like, hey, like really enjoy that second set because this is going to be the end. Yeah. And oh my goodness, did they not disappoint Althea, the other one, Terrapin, Stella Blue, all amazing, all great. Especially that Terrapin. Yeah. They had the the bolt uh, yeah, like graphic the, in the back. It, it was just it felt powerful. It was, it was a special moment. I was like, oh, we, you know, anytime you get a Terrapin, it's yeah. like just what a feeling. But I I just remember looking at you and I just gave you a big hug. I was like, yeah. we got a Terrapin. Like, we got it, was, it. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, and so. My favorite Grateful Dead song would be Help on the Way. <laughs> Help Slip Frank, especially, but Help on the Way. Yeah. And, you know, I really wanted one, and I hadn't seen one before, and this was this was truly my last chance. And I remember just talking to Harry about that, just like, really hope we get one. And then when they start off the second set with Althea, just kind of like, okay, you know, like, yeah, wasn't meant to be at the very end of the second set. I think I even like sat down for a bit just after Stella Blue. Like yeah. there's a little bit of a break. <laughs> Harry and I both freaked out. We just I, 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 I think you crazy. screamed a little. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh my goodness, we did not expect that at all. A post space helps the Frank mm-hmm. is extremely rare. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I'm so nuts. yeah, completely freaking out. Just like super excited, and you know, it did not disappoint. I I go back and listen to that, but I I know it was a combination of really liking the music and also freaking out that I I got one because like like the dead shows and everything like they'll live on like with nugs and stuff or like your download recordings like you can go back to that yeah a lot like you know like the those, best archived band of all time definitely yeah. yeah so just knowing we I gotta help slip Frank and my catalog you know so excited and then the encore broke down palace that was that was like i don't even know how i would describe that but there's nothing like ending a concert on a broke down yeah especially rob said that to me once. really yeah yeah <laughs> that's awesome shout out rob rock and roll rob but yeah just just to be there like you know, with Harry in that moment with that song playing and just like, yeah, we all had our arms around each yeah, other. It was, it was unlike anything I've ever yeah. experienced on a concert. And it was, it was a very, 
was a great moment. It you was know? such a perfect send off. Um, for yeah, I mean, seeing the dead with Dean, who was like the person I converted the most to the dead. I'd say prior to Owen, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, seeing seeing them with Dean, which was like sort of a great example of like a new somebody who I'd like gotten into the dead and then seeing them with Rob who got me into the dead and having that moment together and my dad and you know we yeah we all just had our arms around each other and it was the second night of the tour first stop and I was like there's no way they're doing broke down so just broke down palace is my favorite song of all time I think it's the most beautiful song ever written um and I just didn't even think it was feasible that that could be in the show and then they did it and I was just shocked I was stunned I was like I didn't see this come in and like I just started crying yeah it was was amazing yeah but yeah so that that is my favorite concert yeah uh my favorite concert of 2023 and dare I say perhaps my favorite concert of all time was Dead and Company night three Folsom Field 7323 baby Monday night <laughs> never miss a Monday show uh it was insane um the energy of that concert i mean making making the trip out to colorado to see them uh was nuts never have been to colorado and in many ways it feels like the ultimate grateful dead state i mean they're from california but they're huge on the east coast new york's obviously been a big state for them um chicago another really important state in the band's history but colorado in terms of the vibe like colorado feels like the dead state like if the dead had a state um and just having that experience with over fifty thousand hippies all like crammed into the football field that in boulder was insane but the first two shows were nuts like just playing on a different level really than, I mean, ever, like in my opinion, those two shows were crazy. But the third, the third night, the energy of that show was off the charts. Like it was just crazy. Um, The word I always use to describe it is electric. Um, They were just, the set list was nuts, uh, really high energy, great tempo for the show. And, there wasn't a bad note played that night. Like they were just perfect, which is not common for the dead that they would have, you know, a perfect show with no flubs, but it really was Um, like new speedway boogie was the second song that they played that night. And I think this is a great indicator of how I knew the show was going to be something special is because normally dead and co new speedway boogies are like super slow in my opinion, then they just drag on and it's kind of clunky and it's, there's darkness got to give from Bob, you know, and it's, it's like, what are we doing here, man? Um, and they played a great new speedway. I was like, Oh, like, I actually love that new speedway. I was like, Oh man, this is going to be a nuts show. There's a huge weather delay, uh, towards the end of the first set. So they just pretty much called out the first set after actually in the middle of playing in the band. Um, when they picked up the second set, like back into playing in the band, I think, and then into Uncle John's band, which took off. Great Uncle John's band. And I mean, the set from there on out uh, helps up Frank. He's gone, which is a favorite. Um, they finished the other one and then they did uh, 
space well they did drum space which is the segment in all of their shows but during space all of a sudden out like behind the stage in the sky appears these lights and it's like what's going on you know nobody's ever seen this before and it, these lights pop up and it was a drone show they had 600 drones they did this twice on the final tour this show and the last show i was there for both um but nobody knew what was going on for this and everybody was just freaking out. It was such a special moment. And it was like a beautiful accompaniment to the concert. And then after that, they did a beautiful Stella Blue, or my bad, Standing on the Moon, which definitely I think had everybody a little emotional. And then they brought out Dave Matthews. Like what? Like where did that come from? Come from? But it was nuts. They did a Watchtower Dave style, I would say. Um, but there were Stairway to Heaven teases in there. And Dave started kind of doing a Stairway thing. And I was like, or Mayer started playing a couple Stairway Licks. And I turned to Anya and I was like, oh my God, those are Stairway Licks. And then Dave started doing the like Robert Plant in Stairway. And I was just freaking out. And yeah, just the last four songs with Dave. It's crazy. Um, it was maybe, yeah, the best show I've ever seen, like I said. Well, that's going to do it for our, our episode today. Some great concerts yeah, coming in, out of last year. Incredible year uh, for live music for me and for Dean. Yeah, a big, big year for sure. And, you know, hopefully we'll be back next year to talk about 2024. I'm sure we will be. Already got a pretty saucy lineup on the books. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, so much for tuning in it really means a lot to us and just thank you all for thank you everyone for all your support so far as well yeah it's been it's been very kind of you yes. so appreciate it and yeah we'll see you guys later